This episode of The Bubble Lounge is sponsored by Kathy Wells State Farm Agency, voted the best insurance agent in DFW by D Magazine. Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And Martha, today we're talking about moving into the neighborhood. This is an episode for all those new moms out there moving into the park cities. What was it like for you when you moved here? It was a little scary, I have to be honest with you. I always get nervous in new situations when I don't know people. And I was very nervous about meeting people. Our realtor was so integral in us meeting our neighbors. He sent out an invitation to everyone on our block and said, we have new neighbors moving in and we would love for you to join us at such and such time and date. And he he had cocktails for us and hors d'oeuvres. He did everything for us. And all the neighbors came down and they were so sweet and so nice. We wouldn't have had the chance to meet that many people that soon if he hadn't done that. Well, two things. What a great real estate agent. I, I mean, know. that's amazing to do. And secondly, I just want to say we did not get that welcome wagon. Okay? That didn't happen. <laughs> well, I guess was... <laughs> you hired the wrong realtor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was my husband's friend who doesn't even live in the neighborhood. That's probably why. <laughs> um, and doesn't have kids. You know, like just wasn't really the person for the neighborhood. But well, my husband what, knew about the neighborhood. What was your experience? Okay. My experience initially coming here was Again, I've said this before, it was not where I wanted to be. So there's probably a little bit of that that affected it. Sure. But secondly, we just didn't have a really, we lived on Southwestern initially, and we just didn't have that. It's, it's a big, it's busy a, street. It is, you're right. And we had a lot of neighbors around us who didn't have children, our child's age. Uh-huh. So it was a little harder. But I will say this, I just inserted myself. And I think it's good advice to people who move in and might not feel so included. You just insert yourself. You, right. You get involved in the church, you get involved in the school, you get involved in things. And the thing that happened for me was I met a few key people who included me in their group. And that's how it really started. Right. So, yeah, that's great. Sometimes you just have to jump in and become part of the crowd. Sometimes you can't wait for someone to make the introduction. Well, and also sometimes you have to say yes when somebody invites you. Like it might not fit into your your schedule, but if you're the new person and somebody says, we'd like to have you over on Tuesday and you think, oh, Tuesday's a really bad day, you just do it. You just make it work. You just go. You make it work because, you know, then then you start to have a friendship. You know, that proximity is really important. Sure. Well, going back to my block, it's it's not like Southwestern. It's not as spread out. It's very tight knit. And so many people had young kids at the time. Yeah. And everyone would come outside and their kids would play. The moms would have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. It was so wonderful. Now, they, kids have since grown up and that doesn't happen quite as much as it used to. It actually takes some effort and a group text to make that happen now. Mm-hmm. But happened a lot back then. It was so nice. And talk about Southern hospitality. So many of them brought down cookies and little gifts to welcome us to the neighborhoods, all sweet notes. And so we had a great experience. Well, and what I did was I started inviting people myself. Like having an only child, you have to make that effort. So I thought, okay, I'm going to invite my neighbors over. So when we moved to your block, Westminster, Mm -hmm. I did that. I invited my neighbors over, and I have several times, just to kind of get to know them and feel comfortable. And like, if you go out of town, you could say, watch my my car, whatever. That really helped. And now I know all of them. Now I'm on a very friendly block, and I know everybody. And now Nellie's house is the center of the universe for parties. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I walk my dog by her house, and there's like full-on parties going on over there. So she has definitely done a great job of integrating herself into this neighborhood. So it's a very friendly neighborhood. And we have some great ideas for you all for you new moms moving to the neighborhood on how to really meet people and be prepared for elementary school. So when we come back, we've got some great ideas. 
And one of the things I'd like to encourage all you new moms to do is to subscribe to our podcast. Text us right now at 313131 with the keyword bubble, B-U-B-B-L-E, and you'll receive text each week about our show, and we'll keep you in the know of what's going on in the neighborhood. And lots of juicy stories for you, too. (laughs) Before we go on, it's now time for crazy insurance stories from the Park Cities with our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall of Kathy Wall State Farm Agency. Kathy, tell us a story. Have you ever tried to sell a house that just caught on fire? Well, I have a crazy insurance claim story for you. A woman I know had packed up her house for a move to her new home and was getting her house ready for sale that next week. As she busily prepared to get to work, she put a bagel in a microwave for her daughter. She rushed off to put on her makeup. However, when she set the microwave timer on, it was not 30 seconds like she thought, but for 30 minutes. It was only after she started smelling smoke that she realized her mistake. As she rushed to the kitchen to grab the fire extinguisher, she realized it was nowhere to be found. Why? It was neatly packed away. Luckily, she was able to snuff out the flames, but the smoke damage had already been done. All this less than one week before she was able to sell her house. Needless to say, always have your fire extinguisher handy. You never know when you will need it most. That's why when we write a homeowner's policy, we always want to make sure you're protected. Because the last thing you want is to have a smoke-filled home, regardless of when you want to sell it. Well, at least the house didn't end up like the bagel. So whatever your insurance needs, please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. Thank you, Kathy. So Nellie, we're talking about first-time moms and people who have just moved to the park cities, and you have the distinction of moving in, moving out, moving in again. (laughs) So you've done it more than the average Joe. So tell us what you recommend. Okay, that is so true. And I will tell you, we moved from Los Angeles. We moved from Laurel Canyon. That was not the most neighborhoody neighborhood. Right. Right. I mean, it was, but it was sort of rock and roll and whatever. It was not. No one brought you cookies when you moved in. No. (laughs) <laughs> so um, so when we moved here, I'm going to say this. I'm saying this to all the new moms. It's a little difficult because everybody knows each other and has their little cliques. Yes. Right? So you have to make the effort. I did not make the effort right away, and I started to see that I really had to. And I, I'll be honest with you. You kind of latch on to a couple of the new first few moms you meet, and they help bring you into groups of moms. Well, I think that you really did an excellent job because you have a huge network of friends. You actually have more friends than I do. No. <laughs> <laughs> but so how did you, how'd you form your group? Well, the first thing I did was a couple things. Number one, I did it through our church through our church, Christ the King. When I didn't know anybody, I started going to all their women's groups, et cetera. And I'm a working mom, but I made time for it because I thought I want to be a part of this community and I want to get to know people. And I want to have a place that I feel comfortable and I feel at home in. Number two, I think it's really important when you do get to school that you pick your kid up from school because that's how you meet the parents, Mm -hmm. especially in kindergarten. Right. You walk up and pick them up and you you have a chance to interact with a lot of parents. And by the way, new moms out there who are moving to the park cities, I was really bad about the preschool thing. 
I, for some reason, because I grew up in New York City, and in New York City, you have to like sleep overnight on the sidewalk out some beside some <laughs> fancy school, bribe everybody, etc., and literally have planned since the day the child came out of your body what preschool they're going to. I had a little bit of rebellion in me, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Well, we paid for it. <laughs> we paid for it in L.A., and I, I just know that there are so many good preschools, and it's not part of our school system, really. Right. So I think it's important to do the research on that and look into the. Pre- schools that feed right into whichever elementary you're going to have your kids in, whether it's higher or UP or Armstrong, because then you meet the moms. And, you know, preschool and then kindergarten are always so fun because there's not a lot of school going on. There are a lot of moms teas. I really miss those days. I do, too. I love it. It was just sort of like, I made you a picture, and you went in there, and you Aww. were there forever. It was just really fun time. So yeah. I think that's a great way to meet new moms. But I'm telling you, doing the pickup at school and standing back there at UP, yes. that's where I met all my first friends. Right. Good. Yeah. Well, speaking of preschool, I know everyone's going to tell you guys to join the Preschool Association Absolutely do that. The first thing you can. It is a great organization. Each elementary school has their own preschool association. And they have various committees and they do fundraising for the schools. And it's a really good way to make friends. That's where I met most of the people I know. Always get on committees. Always take leadership roles in your preschool association, and you are guaranteed to have a big group of friends. And that goes on through, you know, now my son going into high school. It goes on the same way. I was at his school this morning working the corral where they sell all the sweatshirts. And I do it once a month because I can't do it more than that. But I do it once a month. And it just means they see your face there. I know everybody at the entrance. I know every single administrative person in the school. And that's just a good way to stay involved. Sure. Oh, or lunch ladies. Everybody does the lunch. All of my friends are lunch ladies at the middle school, and they did the same thing at UP. Yes. Once you get into the school, definitely get active with the PTA. But the number one thing you need to do is sign up for cafeteria duty. And that's another great place. You'll be able to see your kids while they come through the lunch line. When they're younger, they love to see you. Not so much in middle school. Well, but then you get to observe them. I was just with my friend this weekend, my friend Rachel Wallace, and she was talking about another kid she saw getting his lunch and what was going on. And she said, they see everything. And then you get the report from the moms about what's going on. <laughs> what's going on at the lunch table. I remember at UP, the, the lunch ladies would tell me, my, my friends who were lunch ladies would be like, Charles is not eating anything. Because of course, he ate nothing when he was in kindergarten or first grade. And they were like, he didn't eat his lunch. Let me take a picture for you. Here's his, his very full lunch tray. <laughs> but I wouldn't have known that otherwise. Yeah, you can't get away with anything in this neighborhood because there's always prying eyes looking after yes, our, watching our your kids, kids. <laughs> saying but, they didn't look when they crossed the street. But I actually mean that in a good way. It's a no, great thing. Exactly. Everyone looks out for each other. And you will hear about it if your kid doesn't look both ways when they're crossing. <laughs> and I love that. And, and I love my child's reaction when I said that when he was younger. He was like, what? How do you know? I'm like, I've got eyes everywhere. <laughs> I know. I always tell mine that you can't get away with anything in this neighborhood. Somebody's going to tell us. Somebody's going to tell. And by the way, new moms, I just want to throw this out. Make sure you practice carving pumpkins this summer. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you why. You'll have to listen to our Halloween episode. Okay? <laughs> that- Spend your entire summer carving pumpkins. Yes, this is your time to shine, ladies. There's no slacking with the pumpkins. So your natural inclination is to overdo things, especially when you're a newcomer to a neighborhood because you really want to get involved. But there are so many opportunities. So I just want to encourage you to pace yourself and kind of do a little at a time. Right. And also know that if you're a working mom or dad 
and you want to be involved, you can just you can do it once a month, and you're still you're still participating. People know who you are, and you're involved. Right, you're still plugged in. On another note, the Moody YMCA. Oh yes, yes. Now it I, always makes me laugh to say Moody, but that's the per, the family's <laughs> name that paid for the large renovation that it just went through. But yes, that's a great place. All your sports are going to be through the YMCA. And a lot of people join it and they work out there. They have an indoor pool. There's no shortage of things to do at the YMCA. Well, and that's where you you get into early sports like soccer, which is usually the first sport for a lot of kids, right. girls and, and boys. First introduction to most of these sports. Mm-hmm. And what about Cub Scouts? So I happen to know about Cub Scouts because my husband is a Cub Scout leader. And there's no shortage of those either. There's eight different groups around the park cities. Each elementary school has its own pack. And most of the churches have a pack as well. And I have to say, we made a mistake. You know, when you talk about parental mistakes, we made a mistake by not keeping Charles in it. Yeah. And he just, he didn't really have some of his good friends in it, et cetera. And we, we got out of it. And my husband couldn't travel for a lot of the trips, et cetera. He did it for a little while. And I regret that because that is a leadership thing that you can, like, I just saw somebody had in their front yard the other day, typical Park Cities, like a whole thing, like, you made it to Eagle Scout oh, with so the big great. balloons outside. And if you think about it, that's a big accomplishment. My dad was an Eagle Scout. Mm-hmm. And I went through Girl Scouts all the way through the top, you know, through uh, senior year of high school. Right. And I mean, survival skills, who doesn't need that? I don't think I learned <laughs> many of those, but I did get get a credit on my resume. Well, and <laughs> You got sales experience from selling those cookies. Well, and I have to tell you, New York City Girl Scouts are very different than Girl Scouts <laughs> in Dallas. I could imagine. <laughs> You're not doing the same stuff. Teach you how to survive on the streets. Exactly. So another thing you can do at the Y is there's Y guides and... Indian princesses. Well, that's what it used to be called, apparently. Oh, really? Okay, that's sorry. what it was called back in my day. Uh-oh. <laughs> so Uh-oh. Now I think it's, it's, it's changed names several times. I think it's Y guides and Y princesses maybe anyways my point is it's a father daughter or father son group and they go camping and again survival skills they teach them different things so it's a really good chance again to form those relationships with other parents because you're on campouts and you're spending a lot of time my husband the friends that he has in the park cities definitely came from uh, the why princess the group that he was in that he led with my daughter and these are all great ways to meet other families when you're first moving in. Another thing that you're going to find is very Dallasy is um, cotillion, 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 <laughs> <laughs> which I signed Charles up for right away. But let me just tell you, it is one of the cutest things I've ever seen. It is really little is. kids in cotillion learning how to pour tea or punch and talk to each other and dance. The only ar- awkward part is when you, as the parent, have to dance with other parents. Oh, do, yeah, do you remember that's that? Right. Like, yes, I did that. Dancing with some random it's dad. Extremely... <laughs> it's <a> really awkward. <laughs> In well, bright lights. But it, it, but it also <laughs> teaches them how to ask the, the boys to ask the girls how to dance. And you start in fifth grade, I think it is. And the little girls wear white gloves. And I found out the reason why. Do you know why? No. Because they don't want to touch the boys' hands. Oh, they have cooties when you're in fifth grade or whatever they call it now. So they wear white gloves to protect them from having to actually touch the boy's hand when they dance. That's hilarious. And then then it's so funny to see them dance because they're they have their arms extended and they're really far apart and they're each looking opposite ways of the room (laughs) because they don't want to make eye contact. I did the same thing with the dads. Trust me. I was like, don't don't touch me. I don't want to look like a mom who's all over the sky. (laughs) But it is a great it's a great thing to teach the kids. And okay, something else I would love to talk about is, and I always say the the letters wrong. It's P C D 
PCLDA, Park Cities Learning Difference Association. Okay. Now, that is something that people connected me to immediately. Mm-hmm. And it was great because they give all kinds of lectures about what's in our neighborhood to help children with learning differences, how to address it with your, your child. They were such great lectures and a great group of people. I met a lot of the parents that I knew and still know today from that organization. Right. Yeah, I see there. Uh, they have advertisements for their lectures all the time in the school newsletters. Mm-hmm. And um, they usually have them at the school, the lectures, and you can come and see them in the auditorium. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. So, Martha, what is a list of things that someone should do when they first move into the neighborhood? The absolute first thing that you should do is join your preschool association. For whichever elementary school you go to, you'll find out and join them on their website. Immediately get involved. Start volunteering with them. Go to the social events. This is when it's really fun, guys. I actually really miss those days is you'll have more time because your kids are younger. They have play groups. They have mom's groups, book clubs. They have so many things to do. And I really encourage you to start right there. And also join a church in the neighborhood. I mean, there's a church spire on every single corner really in is. our neighborhood. I mean, literally there's, there's one behind no my house. Shortage of uh, <laughs> and even if it's you're not like a big God person, it's not about that. It's about community. Right. It's another place to meet people and get to know the community and get involved. Get involved, right. Uh, and one of the churches I love is PCBC, Park City's Baptist Church. I don't know if you've done this, Martha, but they have the best young children's programs. They have got a program in the summer, fall Mm -hmm. and winter for everything. Yes. It's extremely affordable and they are so welcoming. Yes, I I agree. I've sent my my son to several camps there. And then also get involved with the YMCA. If your kids are interested in sports or any number of activities, they have a huge, huge selection of things that you can sign up with the YMCA. And get that Highland Park Independent School District calendar out right away because it will run your life. Absolutely. For the next two years. <laughs> so you can subscribe to it. And I made this mistake one time, Nellie, I don't know if you've done this, is I subscribed to everything. And so my calendar was overflowing with <laughs> events from every elementary school, the high school, the middle school. And it was before we had even started elementary. So make sure you check whatever school that you specifically would like notices from. Otherwise, you're going to get way too much on your calendar. And guys, it is public school, but it's not because it's the bubble. And (laughs) when you sign up for public school, just know that immediately (laughs) they will start asking you for money for everything. Like at first I thought, isn't it great they do all the school supplies and then you see the bill that you get for it. (laughs) And you're like, oh, and I'm like checking off everything. Yes, yes. Do you want this? Do you want a t-shirt? Do you want that? You know, and then they're asking for donations as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what keeps the community going. 
Same thing with volunteer service, but just remember, pace yourself. Don't give all your money away the first <laughs> week of school because you're going to have to be doing it all year round, and that's okay. We all know it. You can't, you can't, you'll, you'd be kicked out of the Park Cities eventually. You'd go broke. <laughs> that's excellent, excellent suggestions because I know our first time when we did back to school sign up, it was probably, I think it was around $2,000 when it was all said and done. And they still kept asking for money the whole rest of the year. Yes. So, so yeah, just kind of sprinkle your donations throughout the year. Yes. Sprinkle in. <laughs> sprinkle in. And there are so many fun activities that go on in the school. And it's great to be a part of them. And, you know, thinking about people meeting people, I think about like UP Up All Night or just so many of the, the events that they plan for kids. Field days where you get to see all the parents. Those days are really important. So put those on your calendar and show up. Even, you know, working moms like me, like if that's the kind of the thing, kind of thing you're going to miss out on a lot of school things, don't miss out on those. Don't miss out on those events. Put them in your calendar right away. Yes, I agree. Because once they get to middle school, there's just the middle school doesn't want you as much. So enjoy the elementary days because that's the time you really get to know the other parents and the other kids. Yeah, you're right. That's such a rude awakening. Like when you go to you go to MIS and you think, uh-huh. hi, and you go in to like give cookies to the, the principal and then they're like, get out. Yeah, they're like, thanks. But we're uh, trying to run a school here. There's we don't the care door. About yeah, it's a whole different world once you get to it really is. <laughs> now, they definitely want you in the cafeteria, so sign up for that in the supply shop. But other than that... And do not forget, if you have a child with a learning difference, PCLDA. Yes, such I've an important such group. great things about Join it. it right away. It's really a caring community of parents who have great ideas. And, you know, different ranges. I have a child with ADHD. There, there are children who have much more severe learning differences, and they're all together helping each other out. Right. It's a good support group. And just a little tip from me. If you really want to see people that you know, like, you know, you just want to run into people, go to Bandito's on a Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Or me casino even. Yes. Have some have some Mexican food and some some mumbo taxis and get to see people that you know, because it's literally like walking into the auditorium at school. With cocktails. <laughs> but, you know what I call me, Casina? I call it the CNB scene of the parental scene. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But but Bandito's to me is the best. I just have such happy memories of mm-hmm. it because literally it's, you know, probably a block from your house. Right. You can walk there. The kids can play in our cute little town square while you finish off your dinner. Right. On the I mean, sidewalk yeah, and... people are playing football in there. They're running around playing hide and seek. Really, that was a great introduction to us to the community. Yeah, I love being able to walk up to Snyder Plaza and then you just, like you're saying, you feel so safe having your kids run around while you're finishing up dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we have such a nice community. There's no shortages of places that you feel comfortable. Preston Center is a great place as well. And Highland Park Village, same thing. Yes, you're right. The cupcake machine at Preston Center. Oh, my gosh. The ATM. Yes. Sprinkles ATM machine. <laughs> yes. Definitely. You have to learn about that. Yes. There are always people lined up, you know, <laughs> running around the area. Yes. Kids love that ATM. Okay. And don't forget Highland Park Village. I know that some people can't afford to shop there, but you don't need to. You can go to Little Blue Grocery. You can go to the movie theater there, that great old 1930s movie theater. I've had birthday parties there for Charles. You can rent out a private theater. But just walking around there, just walking around, hanging out at Starbucks or Little Blue Grocery and checking it out, that's your community. That's where you're going to see the people you know or want to know. That's where you're going to see those familiar faces and say, hey, what's up? And then the other thing is, I have to say this, you have to talk about the holidays a little bit. You know, the Christmas celebration. In Snyder Plaza. Absolutely love it. You can't beat it. No, you cannot. It's like a little town square kind of celebration, but you will see everybody there. Yes. 
everybody. <laughs> so just hang out. If it's been, you know, four months and you're, you're new to the neighborhood and you're looking to meet people or run into the moms and dads that you want to see, that's where you're going to run into them. And then one secret tip, tell everyone you're new to the neighborhood because they will literally roll out the red carpet for you and you will get cookies on your front porch when you move in with a sweet little note from your neighbor. You're right. And if you don't, something's wrong. You offended somebody. (laughs) You picked the wrong block. (laughs) So it is a little intimidating within any any situation when you're new to... um, a new area, you move to a new place, you go to a new school. But in this community, don't be shy about saying, hey, I'm new, because people really, a lot of people move here from other places, and they've been in your position, too, and they were the new person in the neighborhood. It's true, because even unlike people like me, a lot of people move from out of state, like we did. Right. But they also move from from different neighborhoods, Preston Hollow, Lakewood, you know, they Plano, like people Highlands. move in yeah, because they want their kids to go to the school. So they, right. they'll move in and, you know, stay for 10 years. So you're not the only one. Reach out to people and people will reach out back. Absolutely. I agree. That's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. And guys, we really need your support. So please share our episodes with people so that we can have more people listening. And and you can also text us at 313131 with the keyword bubble, B-U-B-B-L-E, and that way you'll be signed up for our text updates. So thanks for tuning in. We will catch you next week. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. Thanks for listening. Bye.